Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And it's our show. We are talking about how do you learn to renovate. And we're very pleased to be joined by Ilsa Wolf from Opus Accelerate. And this episode really comes from the idea of, well, how do you learn how to renovate if you don't know how to do it already? How do you get started from that first step? So Ilsa, if people are going to renovate their properties, let's start by talking about what are the main things that they need to learn, and then we'll talk about where do you go to learn about those. Great. Thank you for having me back. This is really exciting to talk about this. I think we're heading into a market where there will be a lot of do-ups, burr opportunity out there. Speaking to a couple of agents, there is a huge inquiry from investors looking to list properties. So it's really the season to talk about how to get out there and learn. Some of the key things that you do need to really understand are not only about the building, but understanding who are the people who are going to help you execute and who are the people that are most likely to be renting the place once you're done with it, making sure that those three aspects all tie together. Okay, so we've got to learn about the people. We've got to learn about who's going to rent it. We've got to learn about who's going to do the stuff for us. But then we've also got things like, well, you've got to learn how to identify how you're going to change a floor plan so that you know how we're going to change it to increase the rent and the value. You mean what the opportunity is? What the opportunities happen to be, how to spot them. We've got to learn what sort of properties we're going to invest in. And then, of course, don't forget all of the cash flow hacking steps. That's the thing. The most recent webinar we ran, 29th of November, if you want to go recap on that, I think it's a really great introduction in terms of how you look at the numbers, first of all, and identify and quantify what the renovation opportunity is, how you stack the deal. Because as we know, we need to work out what we're looking for, the type of physical property, what sorts of opportunities those different types of properties present, any limitations, you know, maybe it's a land constraint or title type constraint, such as a cross lease, and then to understand how the heck you execute. How do you execute the renovation and who's going to be there on that journey with you? And on top of that, what products are you going to use? Which order do you complete the different steps in? And all the nitty gritty practical stuff that if you go onto a property investor's Facebook group, there's a lot of chat about those specifics. So Ilsa, tell us, when you were starting out and you didn't know anything about renovations, how did you get started? How did you start learning? It really was by trial and error. And if I look back to how I renovated, say, 10 years ago, when I had zero clue and I took the guidance of, you know, he said, she said around me, things definitely weren't done in the right way. And if I look at a total spend for a similar renovation back then to what I'm doing now, I'm spending about half, despite all the increased costs, despite, you know, the labor increases, the material cost increases from then till now, my clients and myself are completing renovations for about half. I've done a ton of silly mistakes such as double glaze windows and properties where I'm clearly going to look at developing them in future. You know, what's the point in that extra kind of spend? And without having exposure to or, you know, being able to shadow or look at people who are doing what you want to do and achieving what you want to achieve, it's very easy to be distracted by many different strategies, many different words of advice, but not really have a sense of how to order them and choose the right advice for yourself and your budget and your nature and skills. So was it primarily talking to people who are working in a Bunnings or a Mitre 10 that you're learning or how did you learn? Who did you talk to? What content did you read or listen to? I think in the very early days, it's, you know, it's very Kiwi to be DIY and go and talk to your mates or your uncle who's a, you know, done some electrical work and bits and pieces like that and kind of fumble away. But that's a slower process. To try and get a handle on 
the many different languages that come as part of a renovation process based on electricians, plumbers, builders, plasterers, painters. There are so many different languages within that. So I think cutting right to developing some initial relationships, at least with a couple of each of those experts, and starting to understand each of their individual processes and involvement in the overall renovation scope is really, really critical. So even if it's not your first active renovation, when you're in the learning stage, which definitely should precede getting into a renovation, I would advise getting out there with the contacts you're starting to make. Go check out the sites they're working on, the types of renovations and how each of the, you know, the jib stopping or the painting or the electrical process works for an existing build renovation. That is massively going to help your overall sort of macro view or macro understanding of the total renovation process before you find yourself in too deep. And once you start, you cannot stop. That would be the first way I would learn. What I did for my first very significant renovation, which was, you know, even now about $100,000, which I would definitely have made a lot cheaper now, I walked through the Mitre 10 stores, the Bunning stores, and I took some advice and guidance from my builder at the time had a look through the prices of fittings. You know, if I'm going to replace and upgrade a bathroom, what are the key fittings and what what would be an appropriate price? What is the range in pricing from a low to a mid to a high-end brand? Understand where the budget could be, make some contingency and start to form a price by room. Because as, you know, over time developing the cash flow hacking principles, that's actually how we sort of break down the budget in a very simple sense is, to look at the overall key areas of impact and upgrade. And we we wrap some key numbers around each of those steps. Okay, so Ilsa, you learned a lot from doing by talking to builders, jumping in your car, seeing what other people are doing and peppering people with questions. Andrew, how did you learn to renovate when you were just starting out? I was big on asking other people questions as well. I remember going along to the Property Investors Association and just basically settling up next to some old guy that had been doing it for years and asking lots and lots of questions. Definitely talking to builders. So there was a builder that I worked with for a while in the early days. And basically, I'd just bring him all the time and ask him questions. And I'd bring him along to any property that had kind of made it to that later part of due diligence for me. So yes, the numbers work. Yes, I think I can make this kind of work if I can put an extra bedroom. And then I'd let him come out and then look at everything and say, hey, have you considered this, this and this? Because you don't know what you're lacking in knowledge until it costs you money if you don't get an expert's opinion. So things like wiring, things like plumbing were were always those challenges in those first stages. Back then there wasn't, I mean, we didn't really use the internet for a huge amount. It sounds funny now. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, did, you use the email for a little bit of research and emails and stuff, but you didn't use it like you use it today. Nowadays, I follow a couple of guys on TikTok. I follow some people on YouTube and I watch them. Even though I'm not actively renovating projects, I often will watch those projects and just kind of get a good feel for it. Who are you watching on TikTok and YouTube? I'm sure everybody will want to know. I really like Demo to Reno. That's one of my favourite ones to watch. And I really like, I'm pretty sure, it's terrible, I can't remember his name off the top of my head because I've met him before. We had beers together. His name's Josh, I think, from Wellington. And I think he's New Zealand builder or something like that. And he does really good information videos on his development projects. He's really, really good. Okay. And also, who are you following at the moment to, to keep learning? I really also like, there's an Insta page called My Property Diary. Um, a oh, woman yeah, in Christchurch. She is great. And what I find really real about her is how real she is. And she shares the highs, the lows, 
and she makes it very real. I think there's definitely a risk of oversimplifying something that is incredibly complex and there are so many variables to a renovation. She not only shares amazing before and afters, which everyone loves to, sh- to watch on Insta, but she actually takes you on the journey and the realities of when things can go right, some things don't go to plan, and you see that whole mix. Because every single renovation, you know, I've completed over 100 renovations of my own or with clients at the stage, and there is something to learn from every single property because no two are the same. And the other thing I would say is, yeah, the networking side of things and trying to find a bit of a hero mentor or someone who takes you under your wing. So in the same way that Andrew would find these sort of these people who could guide him through, one of my very first builders was incredibly helpful, kind of went well beyond the builder remit with me. And, you know, I was hands on trying to do things to, you know, sweat equity and save money. And I would be sanding down some weatherboards ready to plop some paint on it. And he'd say, what are you doing? You need to prime that. How the heck would I have known that unless he'd told me you can't just put paint directly on timber? Those are the sorts of in-between jobs that without the expert eye or someone who's gone before you, you can miss and then you can really, you actually pay more for that as an education because you do it once the incorrect way, you have to do it again. It costs you more overall. Oh, here we go. It is Josh and it's NZ Builder. I was right. I'm not losing my brain. Uh, his TikTok account and I think YouTube is really good as well. Cool. Well, I'll be checking that out over the summer break as well. Now, Ilsa, if you were starting out today, how would you go about learning how to renovate a property? To be honest with you, I would have gone into more of a formal training earlier on. One of the stages that I progressed through in that learning was joining a coaching program with an Auckland once I was relatively full-time or moving into full-time and I knew all the, you know, everything was on the table. I had to get some really great results to prove to the bank that I was worth being able to repeat this. I feel looking back that I did that too late because one of the key benefits from that process was the networking side, being able to not be so tunnel focused on the ideas I had thinking they were the right way, but being exposed to other ideas and new questions that other investors were asking and having contacts that would actually challenge the way I was doing things, that enabled me to progress much more quickly from that point because I'd cut out my own biases. I was learning from people who were actually much more successful from myself. And that honestly would be where I I wish I had gone into that sooner so that I could have had better results more quickly. If I had done that, I wouldn't have gone into sort of a negative gearing space where I was needing to top up properties that I hadn't created the results I anticipated to earlier to that point. Okay, so one option is to go for a property coaching company, which usually costs somewhere between 10 and up to 25 grand. And I know that your specific one through Opus Accelerate, you guys have a portal that you can log in and there's a whole heap of videos about how to learn how to renovate all this stuff. But let's say that you were starting out and you couldn't afford to pay that amount of money to sign up with a coaching program. How would you start learning today if you couldn't afford that? I think what's really great is the opportunity around most of the regions. There, I don't know how many exactly, but in Auckland, Apia. So being able to pay a, you know, a really small annual fee for that same networking and being surrounded by very active investors who are supporting each other and going it their own way. But equally, they're sharing contacts, they're sharing ideas, they're attending the weekly and monthly events where they can network with some suppliers, get exposed to new ideas. That's a really great way to get the support and still have that same exposure to other investors renovation sites. What's really great is within Auckland being so geographically spread, 
is that within each of, well, many of the suburbs, you can see that there are either monthly or bi-monthly drinks. So socialising, catching up with investors on their latest deals, their renovations, those are actually the gold conversations where you can hear the numbers about a real deal, what went well, what didn't, and you do truly learn from, um, it's learning from experience that will help fast track you. So I think that's a really cost-effective way to go about it. And also with RPA, which is the Property Investors Association in Auckland, they do have a, I think it's called RPA TV, which is fantastic because all of their events are also recorded and uploaded for you to just engage with that content and get more value. I think that YouTube as well, now that there's so many different channels for people that are doing flips, renovations or birth strategies and builders doing developments, it's a great place to, to start. You can learn I anything on YouTube. I, know. I learned how to change. <laughs> My first tyre off YouTube. Really? Yeah. I learned how to unlock the boot of my car when the battery was flat the other day. That's handy. <laughs> I learned how to open up the petrol cap for your old car, which oh, I couldn't figure go. it out, which was in the boot from memory. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Hey, another resource that I found, you know, it's not New Zealand specific, but I think I've talked about this brand before is Bigger Pockets. Following them on Instagram, there's a tag that's BPCON, that's B P C O N. What was really fascinating is that all across America a couple of months ago, all sorts of investors came together and they were tagging all of these other accounts who attended. You can then go down the list, follow all of these other accounts. It is phenomenal, the number of strategies and I guess with it being a huge market, those that specialize in short-term Airbnb versus those that are even more niche. It's a really great way to get fresh ideas. Not all of them are going to be applicable or work for you, but I think just exposing yourself to new ideas and you know there are some really young investors going out there doing some quite innovative things so in that renovation space when you are looking for that information that's also a really great place to look the accounts are also really engaging and presented in a great way and of course if you don't read New Zealand Property Investor Magazine this is a great way to look at case studies Elsa does them every few months and also other investors talk about what they've done in projects and again this helps you learn and think about ideas that you may not have considered otherwise Cool. So we've got the New Zealand Property Investors Associations around the country talking to builders, jumping on some sites, seeing how others are doing it. TikTok and YouTube doing a lot of trial by error. Anything else before we wrap up, Elsa? We covered a lot there. Right, let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. Really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you want to learn how to renovate and you're interested in using a property coaching company, then you want to check out Opus Accelerate. Easy way to do this, jump on our website, opuspartners.co.nz, or just Google Opus Accelerate. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ian McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of New Zealand property market. Until next time, 